Welcome to Not Sauce for Work on the Hot Sauce Sports Podcast Network. Joining me today is my co-host, Terry Tam, and producer, Eagle at Master Control. Join us as we talk about the differences in leadership in pro sports. One coach takes a stand while the Blackhawks and Washington football team franchises are protected from the fall. We get our favorite Halloween movies and the World Series coming up next on Not Sauce for Work. Welcome everyone, you're watching and perhaps listening to Not Sauce for Work, that's the name of the show. In studio for the first time together in like at least a year is, is me and Terry Tan. I was just about to say, you sound like uh, these headphones do absolutely nothing. <laughs> right. uh, oh, oh, it just popped, um, I think it might be working, oh no it's gone now, it's back, It's. Uh, I, I don't know what to do. <laughs> It's popping in and out. And nothing has changed. <laughs> nothing has changed. I was about to say, you did your intro. You sounded so like sexual. And then when you're looking at me, yeah. and you're doing the intro, you kind of lost yourself. I know, because I, I my just, eyes. I, go, I turned myself on, yeah. and then you took me next level. Yeah, exactly. So, What's, what's after on? Um, Are you like back off? I turned up, on and up. Onwards and upwards. Onwards and upwards. There we yes. go. <laughs> I'm turned onwards, and I am turned upwards. Um, we It is Halloween week. Um, it is a week that is uh, pretty cool if you have kids, and if you don't have kids, it's fucking awesome. <laughs> um, my wife and I have a tradition um, where we uh, partake in vices um, oh. and watch a whole bunch of horror movies and Halloween movies. Oh, that's a, that's a, that's a good tradition. Yeah, and because we put out candy once, and no kids came around our area because we live in a really small street. Yeah, it's a. You have to know that that house exists to, yeah. to go there, basically. <laughs> it's true. Um, Every time I come to your place, there's, there's like three of those. Like, yeah. I'm always like, is it always this far down? Did, did it just yeah. pop and work? The house didn't move, no. <laughs> <laughs> if that's your question, the house did not move. No, no. I'm saying, did this just pop? It just no. popped again, yeah. Now yeah. you can hear it? Now I can hear it very clearly, and I had Let's to decrease the volume. Let's test it out. No, it doesn't work for me. Really? Oh, that's a shame. Be, it might be my wires. It might be. We need we need to replace this. I know we keep saying it. You got your wires twisted. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so after the Cross first... Cross swords. <laughs> after the first year in that, in that house, we're like, well, we just ended up eating the candy ourselves, so why don't we do that on purpose and oh. watch a whole bunch of movies? I mean, um, that's what I do. Sorry? That's what I do. Yeah, I know you do that. Um, you so do, You do that on a Tuesday in uh, in May. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One of the things I realized is uh, my my wife and I a have very different movie tastes. B because of uh, we we have somewhat of an age difference, and there's a lot of movies she hasn't seen. So uh, the movies I'm suggesting this year are the original Halloween, uh, John Carpenter's Halloween. Probably the best of the Halloweens. What's cool is um, this one, the, the recent one, is the best one? No, 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 no the, the OG original. one. The oh, the original one. The okay, Rob yeah. Zombie remake is actually really good. I that. heard that was good too, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't I, I don't know uh, too many of the, the Halloweens. I've seen like, I think like four of them. Yeah. Like I've seen H2O. I saw the original one, which was really good. But I don't think, I, I don't have any interest in this. <laughs> but I saw this video and oh man. I saw this video. It was probably the funniest video I've ever seen in my life. I think we're. I think I've seen the same one. T tell me. It's about the guy who's pretending to be Mike Myers, but he's like famous. Oh, no, 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 it wasn't it. Oh, it's it's probably the funniest video I've ever seen in my life. So he's pretending he's like that he's famous and he's talking shit. I don't even. Want, it's. Not, I'm not gonna do it justice. I'm just gonna post it and we're gonna talk yeah, about it next. Yeah, yeah, that'd be it's great. Also, um, I saw um someone posted a like six minute video of like uh, a horror movie written entirely by bots. Of which my uh, two favorite lines in the movie are, uh, all Jennifers have bodies. <laughs> and his aim was alcohol. <laughs> his aim was alcohol? It was alcohol. Yeah. It doesn't have to mean? make sense. It's, it's, written, it's written by bots. So it's... It, it, all Jennifers have bodies. All Jennifers have bodies. 
Um, and all and is that like an all lives Black Lives Matter no, thing? No, it just it's it's speaking of it's which there was like a controversy in the latest Halloween Kills movie. Mm. Apparently, Michael Myers is homophobic yeah. because he kills some of the gay characters in the movie. Uh, I and think, I'm like, but he didn't kill them because of their gay. Yeah. He just killed them because he's a serial killer. Because he's yeah. Michael fucking Myers. Also, like it doesn't glorify the killing. He's the bad guy. Yeah, right. Like, yeah, it's the same thing about how like the firefighter of America got upset that like he murders a whole bunch of firefighters in the opening scene or whatever. Do they get mad? Like, do they get mad at movies where there's fire? Because fire is usually the bad guy. Also, <laughs> how many? How many fucking? Well, completely lost my train of thought. How many fucking? <laughs> Holy shit! Five. Five of them. Five what? Five fucking. <laughs> <laughs> in case you're wondering, I'm also going to suggest watching uh, The Shining uh, because uh, yeah, my my wife I prefer The Shining. The Shining of The Simpsons. Um, and I had another one, of course, but I, I no longer can remember. Um, I was going to say, how many? Do you guys have any favorites? Oh, how many? How many? How many fucking? <laughs> how many straight people has Mike Myers killed? How many white people has Mike yeah, Myers killed? Yeah, but he's killed? not discriminating against exactly. them. Because he's just killing like, everybody. Motherfucker's yeah. crazy, man. That's the point. So, yeah, my favorite uh, horror movie to watch? Yeah, horror movie or Halloween movie. Because my wife likes like, Casper and that kind of I stuff. I love the Rob Zombie stuff. I love House of a Thousand Rejects. Excellent. I love um, uh, Devil's Rejects. Um... I watched one. I watched one recently. Actually, it was pretty good. The Invisible Man. I don't know if you saw it. It's on uh, Crave. Kind of the, the recent creepy. one or the original one. It's with the recent one. Yeah, the re- most oh, recent no, I was one. Thinking Hollow Man. Hollow Man was. Oh, yeah. Hollow Man. I remember that. It one. kind of that? glorified rape. It was. Pretty yes. Bizarre. Yeah, that was, was a really fucked bizarre. up one. Yeah. yeah. So Invisible Man. It's it's a really good movie. I watched it with my girlfriend. It's uh so it's a guy. Go- it's a girl who escapes living with her boyfriend, but like he he keeps her in his house like on a cliff. She can't do anything. He controls her basically. So she escapes. Then he kills himself, but then she's being haunted. And then there's mm. this whole plot that she knows it's him. It's him. He's the invisible man. And then it leads from there. It's actually pretty fucked up. I uh, I like some of the classics as a kid. So Hocus Pocus is still one of That's like, again, my wife likes that kind of stuff. So, I mean, I like some of the other ones too in terms of like, okay, like the, th- the flashers and the thrillers. But like Hocus Pocus is just so good. Right, and also it's like Sarah Jessica Parker, Bette Midler. Yeah, it's uh, true. It's like the acting is actually incredible. It's a very good it's movie. Like, yeah, exactly, yeah, it's a very yeah. good movie yeah. considering what it is. I used to have it on VHS, man. My, my family and I used to watch it all the time growing up. Love that movie. Um, but yeah, I'm not super into like the whole like. So I don't like horror movies because either the cast of character does exactly what you're not supposed to do in the yeah. moment, in yeah. which case it's not believable, or they do exactly what you're supposed to do, in which case you're terrified in real life. Right? I like I like the uh, the sus- the suspense movies more than the gore ones. Like the yeah. Saw movies, is a, it's not really my, my cup no. of tea. I mean, I like Saw. I like the first. I, I like one. the first one, yeah. and then by the next one, I was like, the this first is the same. A thriller aspect, right? It's yeah. like, exactly. What the fuck yeah. is going exactly, on? Exactly. Yeah. Versus, yeah. oh, let's play games. Ha ha ha! You're dead. Yeah. Exactly. I like yeah. it. It always creeped me out. Like the last one was a little weird, but like the original one was like when I remember growing up as a kid, I was scared of it. Pet Cemetery did it for me. Pet Cemetery did. Never it for me. saw Pet Cemetery. Um, I, I people give me shit because I haven't seen Pet Cemetery. I haven't seen um, uh, not Amazeball, Spaceballs. You need to watch Spaceballs. Yeah. Of, all, of all people, so not of watch. Baseball. I know everybody says that. You should. How come you can't see Spaceballs? Like there's a few. You're movies the that... most Spaceballs person I've ever met. Really? Yeah. It's fucking Spaceballs, man. Okay, I gotta watch. I saw a guy wearing a Spaceballs hat and a Spaceballs mask the other day. Nice. I was like, are they filming again? What's no. going on? <laughs> yeah, I mean, although Mel, uh, Mel Brooks always wanted to make a sequel called uh, "The Search for More Money." Oh. Which I thought was a brilliant title okay. for okay. a sequel. <laughs> I gotta get on Spaceballs. Eagle, what streaming service do I need? All of them. <laughs> I mean, it's I do have a lot of them already. Yeah, I was thinking about it the other day. It's like, okay, I'm paying this amount of months for my cable to have sports, right? But then I have the zone where I watch all my football anyway. Then I have uh, the sports. Well, I guess sports and the TSN is linked through my TV, so I have to keep that. Then I have Netflix, Crave, Prime. Uh, fucking. You want to start sharing accounts? <laughs> Jesus, because I'm also paying way too much in streaming services. It makes no fucking it's sense. Spaceballs is on Amazon Prime Video. If you have AMC Plus, so it's a so it's premium. a premium yeah. subscription, not the regular subscription. Or you can rent it on Apple. TV I think I might have it on DVD. I have it on DVD too, actually. Yeah. All right, cool. Let's figure it out. Uh, yeah, the last movie that I uh, I suggested for the list tomorrow, and we'll see if my wife agrees to it, is Seven because she's never seen it. So. Seven. I was like seven. I thought it was a great What's movie. in the box? Oh, what's in the box? 13 Ghosts. That movie creeped me out. Yeah. That was Definitely. a good one. Yeah. 
That was a fucking good. Oh, one. what creeped me out? It's gonna sound stupid. Nightmare uh, oh, before no. Christmas. Oh, before Christmas. oh yeah, no, before no, Christmas. No. Yeah. I I I couldn't watch that as a kid. I didn't like it. Really? It was just I just couldn't. It is creepy to look at as a kid. You're like, what's going on? Why are their bodies like that? Like Beetlejuice, kind of the same thing. Creeped Beetlejuice me out. It's okay though. It's yeah. like it's like right in that middle ground it's of like okay, movie. ha ha ha. It's funny, but also kind of like really. It fun. is. Like, it is bizarre. It is. Yeah. Versus yeah. Nightmare Before Christmas is like. Why? Yeah. Why did you kill Santa? <laughs> <laughs> what did he do, really? Um, he did things that were less heinous than, unfortunately, a lot of things we're going to talk about during wow, the show. What a segue. So let's get to it. It's time for the news. <laughs> ah, Terry's the news. Thanks, Thank you for man. doing it last week. It made me feel included in the show. <laughs> Why? Because uh, I listened. Oh, because I did you that. Did it to yeah, yourself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I had to say Terry too, because it doesn't really. It doesn't work the other way. It doesn't continue. Like we need to continue. Yeah. It needs to be every single time. Continuity, baby. Yeah. Continuity. Um, so uh, there is no segue this week because it's. You we don't segue into this. We don't decide the news, right? Like we react to the things that are happening. In some weeks. It's just awesomely funny shit. And we have a lot of that. So there's, there's going to be a balance, but there's going to be some things that um, what I like about what we do sometimes is a lot of sports media has sort of overreactionary, like one side or the other. And we tend to have sort of these nuanced conversations about a lot of uh, these topics. And so uh, it allows us that opportunity to sort of flex that muscle. Um, because again, we don't have bosses. We can approach it the way we like right yeah. so um i mean we say that is there really any nuance in this topic here no well it, 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 <laughs> i mean so, so I mean, i'll give it i'll put it this way with it, certain with certain aspects of it yeah so the thing is the thing is uh there's a, there's a constant theme running through this episode uh the theme is leadership um and the lack thereof in some cases um and the the, the places where that should be that we're not seeing it happen and then in some cases people uh acting like leaders uh in times that we're not expecting them to. Um, so the place we're going to start is with the NFL's investigation. Um, last week, you guys talked about it. Uh, you and Duke, by the way, thank you, Duke, for filling in. Um, Roger Goodell um, said, well, let's, let's actually listen to his words and then we'll react to them because he can do this much better than I can. <laughs> Be a dick. And so we're very conscious of making sure that we're protecting those who came forward, uh, they were incredibly brave, incredibly open, um, and we respect the pain that they probably went through all over again uh, to come forward. And so uh, that was a, a very high priority for us. The second would be, um, you know, our focus, and our focus remains, is to make sure that all our clubs uh, operate at the highest levels as far as our workforce and workplace making sure that we set the highest standards. We actually spent some time talking about that today. Um, and we'll continue those discussions going forward because it's an important thing for us. Uh, so um, that is part of what we focused on as it relates to it. And hopefully it answers your question. So Did he say anything? What he said was ostensibly that they're not going to release the report uh, of the findings of the Washington football team course, to, protect, to protect the women. No, but the, so uh, yeah, so these women also came came out after this, mm -hmm. and they said, "No, we wanted our names to be on this. Yeah. We were advised to you not can put also our names on. Redact it. the names. Yeah, you, you can, can do that. Yeah, but it's like, but well, you can't redact when it's the Rod the name is Roger Goodell. Well, I'm saying no, but I'm saying that you can you can redact the accusers, right? Like if if you really if this is about I protecting know, that's what I'm them. saying is you can redact them. Yeah, but you can't redact the names that are guilty. Yeah. in this situation, which is most likely Roger Goodell, Bruce Allen, throw in fucking well, Jerry Jones in there. Dan Snyder, for sure. 100%. It's, it's your team. It's, it's your responsibility. Mr. Snyder. Mr. Snyder. Okay. Doesn't like Dan. Yeah. I, I don't care. <laughs> Watch the football. <laughs> Watch the Redskins go fuck yourself. It's funny that he says that he doesn't like what people call him. Names are, are important yeah. to Daniel Snyder, apparently. Yeah. Um, but... So what a loser. The, the the Wall Street Journal talked about stuff where like cheerleaders weren't allowed to look at Daniel Snyder in the face when they walked by him. Um as to not tempt him. I don't know. It just it just like imagine a work environment where your boss tells you, Look, you can't look at me. Like it's Back weird. when I saw Dan Snyder for the first time, I remember he was because he was like one of the youngest owners at the time, right? When he when he took 150 over. odd years ago. 
No, I know. Yes. No, but like, yeah, like now I don't know how old he is, but like he was like yeah. forty years old when he bought the team. He's in his. He must be in like either late sixties, early seventies. Yeah. So which yeah. makes it yeah. So and I remember like when he like I see him I'm like oh he's a young guy or whatever, but, but he kind of looks like a weasel. Like he looks like a guy who didn't who who enjoys a power trip because he when he was younger he was probably bullied, and he enjoys a power trip now and he uses his money and his name to do that. I, I like it's it's the it's my the first thing that I thought of when I yeah. saw Dan Snyder. And it's crazy. That's exactly what he's become. So the the thing is, um, we know that John Gruden and Bruce Allen were exchanging pictures of cheerleaders, right? We know that. That came out in the, the, the Gruden report. Where's Jay Gruden in all this? Because we've seen Jay Gruden do some crazy shit on video. Yeah. He's so I would love to know what he, the shit he said. And that's what I'm saying. Like, his brother there. was involved and he wasn't. Like, yeah. That's the whole reason John Gruden was emailing the team yeah. and had such a close relationship is because Jay Gruden was That's what I'm coach. saying. Jay Gruden's name hasn't come out in any of this. Yeah, I'm like... I, this Unless he deleted all his emails like he did it the right way. <laughs> oh, the right way. Oh, maybe he used a personal device. <laughs> <laughs> oh, probably. You know. Um, but it's to me, it's incredulous that um, nothing else uh, made itself available there. Um, and it's ridiculous. That it's not gonna be, I think at some point, they're going to be forced to turn over um, the findings. If not, there will be a, a separate investigation. Eagle, you keep saying that you think Goodell is the leak because of what they called Goodell, but Goodell works for the owners. So yeah. to me, the leak has to be the Redskins, and it's just to distract from the initial case, right? And it's also no uh, accident that on the same weekend that the John Gruden stuff came out, they had a, a Sean Taylor memorial that was panned by fans because it looked like it was so half-assed. It's a market. And Dan Snyder wore, they, wore a hoodie to the Sean Taylor uh, memorial. But didn't they like they, they promote it? Like you never hear about like when the Cowboys do announcements. I followed the Cowboys everywhere. Mm-hmm. Montreal Canadiens too. Dolphins, Canadiens. Everywhere. Yeah. Agreed. Everywhere. And I never. Follow your favorite team because yeah. you're a fan. I know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I never see them promote when they're gonna they're gonna remember somebody. They're gonna have a ceremony for somebody. Never. It's usually Never. Like a treat for the people that show up. Yeah, not even on season tickets or anything, unless it's like something like, I don't know, something special that we know is going to like, happen. Yeah, like for example, like the, the when the Heat were dedicating, like Wade Way, and they changed yeah, the street name. Yeah, that's different. And they raised his his uh, jersey of the banner. Like that's a specific, very specific. But like for Koivu, you know. for Saku Koivu, they didn't really do anything. When I went to the Koivu when Koivu came back here, mm-hmm. and um, they didn't really do anything before that. Yeah. We knew something was going to happen. Which that's no what, when, that's yeah. what an organization does. The Habs do that really well. But like you, they marketed this like five days before. And But the thing is... They were like, making money it, off it, Sean Taylor's retirement and he shows up in a hoodie. It also looked like they, they threw it together in the last minute. Like exactly. it looked awful. Exactly. It looked awful. Like you have five days. You can't play. Like Again, get get the office. Get get the office party planning committee. You're get only a, a good player. Get Angela Kinsey on it. Get uh, uh, you know the the members of the party planning committee. They'll throw you a Moroccan Christmas. Yeah. And there you go. You're only good player in the history of your organization, and you can't even have the balls to make a good fucking. Like yeah. how many good Redskins players have there been? Um, I'm putting Clinton Portis up there. That's how. That's how. That's how low the <laughs> yeah. list is. Um, there was that defensive end who was there forever. Like Bruce Smith? Bruce Smith, yeah. Bruce Smith, mostly a Bills. Mostly a Bill, that's yeah. true. Um, um, I can't really think. I mean, who's the who, who's that, that white running back? They retired his number. John Riggins. John Riggins, yeah. John Riggins is probably up there, but like John Riggins, you know? Yeah. That's and like Doug, Doug Williams, RG3? too. Doug Williams, yeah. It's, he was impressive. He's the first black quarterback to win a, a Super, Bowl. Super Bowl. But yeah. That was kind of his career. Like he, he was. A, that was it. He was a good that. guy, yeah. a good player, but he wasn't great. As know? as it is in that era where it's one guy. Oh, Champ Bailey. Champ, Champ Bailey's probably Champ Bailey's the greatest number one. Yeah. yeah. Well, Sean Taylor, Champ well, Bailey. Yeah, it's one one, one A, a one, B, one B. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so that was an example of. Hey, we agreed. Look at that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, well, you have to be a monster to agree on those two. <laughs> uh, but there, there, that was an example of poor leadership. Mike Tomlin was asked about the whether or not he'd be taking or be interested in the USC job. And this was an example of what I thought of good leadership. And then I, there were some other things I read about on Twitter, and I was curious to see uh, your perspective, Terry. Let's, uh, let's hear it. Guys, I don't have time for that speculation. I mean, that's a joke to me. Um, I got one of the best jobs in, in all of professional sport. Why would I have any interest in coaching college football? Um, that'll be the last time that I address it. And not only today, but moving forward. Never say never, but never. Okay? Anybody else got any questions about any college jobs? There's not a booster with a big enough blank check. 
else? All right. Thank you. Anybody asking Sean Payton about that? You know, anybody asking Andy Reid about stuff like that? Uh, Mike Tomlin just saved his job for another, like, five years. Well, also, like, the Steelers have had three coaches. In there. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, it's the safest job in the NFL. Yeah. It's he's, crazy. He's had... He's I kind of like the formula. I kind of like the formula. Yeah. Stick to what you, like... Well, because, well, so, I believe that, too, because coaches often make, like, unnecessarily safe calls, even when, like, the math dictates not to do it, because... They're afraid if it goes wrong, it's going to cost them their job. We're not seeing that so much anymore. But yeah. Mike Tomlin was one of the first guys to be taking risks on fourth down and stuff. And it's because he's not worried about his job. He yeah. knows he's got a job. So he's going to just go out there and do the best job, period, for the team for the and team. not worried about his future, his own exactly, future. Exactly. Yeah. You know? so I, think, I think there is something to that. Big, I agree with you. Big Tomlin guy over here. Big yeah, I like, I like that too. Um, so there's a couple things in there. One... Um, I didn't think about it that way because he's saying like, you know, you don't ask Pete, Sean Payton and Andy Reid about that because they're the three longest tenured coaches in the NFL. But someone brought this up. It was a journalist and pardon me for forgetting uh, who it was. Um, I should have written down the script and <laughs> forgot. And th but there's been a lot of like argument back and forth because again, in, in it, it can't be somewhere in between in, in the sports media. It has to be one way or the other. But l l let's try to find the nuance a little bit. So we're saying that, like, well, he's also he specifically referenced two white coaches in a league with only five black coaches, and it's like, why do you show him the disrespect and not the Andy Reid or Sean Payton that kind of disrespect? Yeah, I mean, it's 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 like nobody's asking Andy Reid these questions because Andy Reid's not going to get fired. Not the, not that Mike Tom is going to get fired, but there's more of a hint that Mike Tomlin might lose his job. And the, the quarterback is at the end of his exactly, role. Exactly. Yeah. So it's all that, and it's like, okay, so but then Carson Palmer, who making the comment. It was Carson Palmer. Yeah, it was Carson Palmer. Out of nowhere. Yeah. yeah. Making the comment, listen, he's from USC. Maybe they said... Go out and try and get Tomlin. No, yeah. No. <laughs> Go try maybe, to recruit. Maybe he had a conversation with a coach over there, and all they said, the AD over there, whoever it is, and they said, you know, we kind of like, we were looking at guys like Mike Tomlin, you know? Yeah. The the um, that's all that's all he said. And Carson Palmer's like, yeah, Mike Tomlin's going to USC. <laughs> I think <laughs> that's a good that's a good impression of Carson Palmer. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Um, the 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 while I generally agree that I think he meant more about the tenure, yeah. there is one thing about Tomlin does carry a little bit of a chip on his shoulder because this actually happened. This is a real thing. Um, this guy, um, his, his last name was Bailey. He was the CEO of the Dolphins. He was uh, charged with finding the next head coach for the Dolphins and was asked on a local Miami radio show, what about Mike Tomlin? To which he answered, well... He's just too hip-hop for this organization. So if you want to talk coded language, so Mike Tomlin obviously has experienced this, right? Like he's experienced sort of uh, dealing with, with people that what does that are intolerant. Well, it means he's black. It, but he actually used that word? He used, on radio. On radio. Would he, was he saying it tongue-in-cheek or did he just try and say another no, way? No, he, he, he tried to be smooth he, about he, it. I think he was trying to say like, oh, well, you know, like he doesn't fit into our – our culture is almost always racial coding or, or some sort of coding, right? It's, you're trying to say something without talking about the situation you're yeah, actually saying, right? And so um, he says that um, – and so obviously Tomlin has experienced this uh, throughout his career. Um, and then they, the Dolphins went on, went on to hire uh, Cam Cameron, by the way who was fired after going 1-15, and Cam Cameron has never had a head coaching job again because it's Cam Cameron. But was um, he hip-hop? He's the least hip-hop coach. In his defense, in, in Bailey's defense, Cam Cameron was the least hip-hop coach I've ever seen. <laughs> Why? Casper the Ghost would be less hip-hop. <laughs> Why? He was just such the most square... Like, like Daniel Jones? The most boring... No, it's like like TV dad boring. Like... Like Patrick Duffy. How do, how do I not know this guy? Cam Cameron. Look up Cam Cameron. And Eagle, show me Cam. Just put a picture of Cam Cameron on, on, on the screen. Any picture will do. Cam <laughs> Cameron? Yeah. So that's good. Put the picture where you think he looks the most hip-hop, Eagle. And and we'll see just by degrees how, how, how un-hip-hop Cam hip -hop Cameron was. How hip-hop is he? Cam Cameron. I can't remember this. Like, Who did yeah. he coach? There we go. Oh, yeah. I remember <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like negative hip-hop. Yeah, it was pretty bad. It was pretty bad. Like, hip-hop is like not even, doesn't even exist in his world. Not, like, what that guy is is not. He probably like mispronounces like, he calls it like hippity-hop. Yeah, hippity-hop. Hip-hoppy. Like Bill Cosby. The hipping in, the bopping in, the banging. Yeah, there we go. You know, like, there we go. There we go. Here's this hip-hop is going to get. Yeah. That's, that's even there, man. It's like. 
<laughs> yeah. I'm trying to find the hip hop in that picture. Purple? <laughs> I, I guess. mean, I guess. he's kind of forced to wear it, though. Yeah, he, he has no choice. So, he has I mean, no choice. Is that hip hop? I don't think so. <laughs> Not even like a hat or anything. Um, so no hip hop. I do like the, I do like the denial. <laughs> I mean, I, I do. There's a lot more hip hop there. It was yeah, him. but it's not him. <laughs> oh, who's it was that the, guy? It was the swag of, of Ray Rice in that picture. But who was the guy r- r- rubbing his face? Ray Rice was the player. Oh, who was the other guy? Cam Cameron. Okay, yeah. he is. That's why I said he looks. <laughs> yeah. He looks a little hip hop there with the beard. Uh, I guess so. He gets he gets a plus one of the hip hop. Plus one. Yeah, just on just on that picture. Um, he isn't so vanilla. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And the offense was as vanilla as that. Yeah. Oh um, despite being an offensive genius, so I I like that denial. It feels a lot stronger than when Nick Saban. Was denying going to Alabama in the middle of the Dolphins season. Yeah. Um, and then went to Alabama. Yeah. yeah. Another reason I hate Alabama. <laughs> Already I'm a Georgia fan. It's so. like an episode of Friday Night Lights, that whole, that whole scandal. We're like, yeah. we know Nick. Like we all know, dude. We, we know, know Big Dick Nick. <laughs> I, we know. So I was in Atlanta. Um, I was there and I watched the NLCS game, uh, the, the final game where the, the Braves won. Um, I didn't go to the game because I was there with my wife. Oh, and that would have been crazy. I I Scherzer couldn't. Was supposed to pitch. Oh man! If I'm going with my wife, I have to buy both tickets because she doesn't want to go. So if I was with another dude, we could split the cost. But they were like they're pricey, like yeah, oh, bleacher sure. seats were like three eighty. Oh, that really okay to yeah. that extent. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Um, well, but that would have been a nice game to go to, man. Yeah, you would pitch as well as you could, man. On two days rest, but like, it was a sick game. Great so game. it was, uh, it was awesome. So, um. My birthday was on Sunday. Yes, it was. Um, thank you. My friends in Atlanta celebrated it on Saturday by uh, throwing a house party and putting on the game on the on the outside decks. So we had cigars. Oh yeah, uh, that's cool. Barbecue. That's fun. We had beers. Your life is so tough. Yeah, it was a really really tough week. That's the only part about like I mean, my birthday falls in the, on a good month, but like that's the only part about Montreal that I don't like is like you can't just do that all year long, even yeah. if it's a little nippy outside, you know? Yeah. Yeah, cover the nips. Yeah, that's the thing. Love so me. I actually got to watch that game, um, and nobody could say anything about it because it was my birthday party. Was there like, you go. That's what we're watching. That's what it is. Even though um, it's in your house, we're watching. But that it was shit. it was cool that like but baseball's good to watch. Yeah, especially they, in, in and a the, party. It's Atlanta. Yeah, and you're in Atlanta. Yeah, but, and you have to convince them to watch it. It's, you have to convince anybody to watch baseball these days. No, but I get you it, and I are the only remaining baseball fans. I get it. But we've discussed this on the show. There's a little, there's a little like still support for your city. Yeah. Always, yeah. Like yeah. in Montreal, but Atlanta, there's a million people that never watch hockey in the season. But, but the, all of a sudden, they're in the standing. The Braves are like the. They have hats and shit. The Braves are like the impact here. Like they're like the thirdish, fourthish team. It can't team be. In it can't city. be. They're not as. They're not but as. The, the it's 90s not the, that they had. Yeah, I agree. But it's not. It's not. Um, the first of all, the the dogs. Yeah. It's not the Bulldogs. It's not the Falcons. Falcons. Second. Falcons second. Falcons second. I would have put Braves up there. No, Braves are, are slightly behind the Falcons. Just because, don't forget, in the 90s, they, they did all that and only won a single World Series. So they kind of feel deceived by the Bobby Cox. Era. You know in Philadelphia, the Flyers are the number one ticket? Really? Yeah. That's shocking. Yeah. I would have thought it was the Phillies. Yeah. But, okay. No, Phillies the last. So nobody likes baseball except us. Yeah. That's proof. Um, so Charlie Morton, um, he threw 16 pitches on like a broken leg. And it was thrown 96 miles but an what hour. what was that? So here's, here's the clip that he actually gets injured. It's just but a what little bounce off of his foot. Did he wrap his foot with yeah. something? Or was that like a... No, he no, continued No, he pitching. just played through the pain. No, he but there's like something sticking out of his foot at one point. I think that's just maybe his, uh, his pad or... Uh, oh, okay, because it looks like he tries to like touch it. Yeah, I think he's just sort of... Because he has like a probably a pad or something and he's just sort of shifting it. Or, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, it looks like he wrapped I think it's just discomfort. And this is the one where he kind of collapses on striking out Altuve. And then they're like, oh shit, we got to get you an MRA. I'm like, yep, you have a broken leg. After striking out all two bits. Three? <laughs> Three? Yeah. yeah. After striking out who, who was one it? of the best playoff hitters Al, in no, recent history. It was Altuve, Correa, and uh, Bregman. Was, uh, was the first one Bregman? Yeah, I think okay. so. I think I saw it on Instagram this morning. That's yeah. insane. It just reminded me of it. I think it was all three of them. Just bang, bang, bang. Like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah. Broken foot. But now it's series is tied 1-1. Yeah, Going it back is tied. Um, Apparently, he apologized to his teammates in the dugout saying, sorry, I couldn't pitch anymore. Like he was wanted to do more pitches, like sixteen pitches on a broken leg. That's crazy. You're fine. Thank yeah. you. Thank you for your service. Appreciate <laughs> Thank it. Thank you. Um, but the thing is, with with, uh, with Charlie Morton um, and and the Braves in general, um, this is the first time in my life that I'm actually cheering for the Braves. Yeah. Because of the Astros. Yeah. Um, I think it's the only team at this point that I would be cheering that 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 creates a scenario for me. Where as a diehard Expos fan, they're still my favorite team. So as a diehard Expos fan. I still hate the Braves. I'm rooting for the Braves. I, I'm rooting for the but Braves. But I hate the Braves. But Chipper, we have to. Chipper Jones, fuck you. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
Name me but more. I, I'm actually name me more old Braves guys that I can't uh, stand. Mark Lemke. Sure. Terry Him. Pendleton. Oh yeah. The least least worthy MVP of all time. Terry Pendleton. Worst of all time. Just because his name was Terry. The uh, the Smoltz. Uh John Smoltz. Yeah, for sure. Greg Maddox. Uh, Greg Maddox. Greg Maddox. He was good though. He was so good. So good. And who's the other guy? The tall guy. The uh, other Tom Glavin. John, Tom Glavin. He played for the Mets, so we give him a pass. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the only reason. That's the only we give him a pass. But yeah, so I mean, fuck them. All yeah, of them. All of them. We know so much about 90s baseball. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> the most, of, most of my baseball knowledge is 95 to 2005. Most a, of it. There was a thing they used to do on Levitard. I don't know if they, they still do it to this day, but they would just do a whole segment saying 90s baseball names. That's amazing. Because it's the, the most nostalgic you can get. Yeah, right? it's the best. 90s yeah, baseball. How, fun, how good of a conversation is it with your buddies? You know, you've had a couple. And like everybody's like, remember this guy? <laughs> remember how sick he was? Remember man? David Segui's arms? Yeah, exactly. David Segui's <laughs> always like a topic, you know? FP Santangelo is yeah. my, my, my softball Orlando team. Orlando Cabrera. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like these names 18, just, baby. They're just coming out all the Mark time. Mark Yeah, Mark Gruzelanic. Who else? Uh, Darren Fletcher. Darren Fletcher, Jose Vidro. Jose Vidro, of course. Yeah. Uh, so we're just doing that 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 uh, segment now. Chavo Guerrero, not Chavo Guerrero. What's Vladimir Guerrero's brother's name? Oh. Um. Juventud. No. Juventud <laughs> <laughs> Guerrero. Eddie Guerrero. No, also Chavo Eddie Guerrero. Guerrero. No. Juventud no. Guerrero. Rey Mysterio. <laughs> um. So is anyone cheering for the Astros who doesn't live in Houston? That I wanted to ask you this question. So I, if they win, are they vindicated? Like. Okay, we still won. Now we didn't cheat. Like, are you guys going to give us a break? Now? My answer to that is uh, it's pretty complex. It's a fuck you, cheaters. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but they won now, fair and square, yeah, right? Still don't care. <laughs> but they won. Ruined for me. <laughs> yeah, listen, there's always going to be the asterisks, right? So it's like, yeah. what are you going to do? But if they win, it's kind of like, we still did it not cheating, so yeah. fuck you. But I think also That's how I would feel if I was Altuve and Correa. All in favor of calling it the Asterisks. I think that was already done like 16 times. I mean, years I did it now. First so. time we did it on the show, though. 2017, they won. <laughs> Jesus, <what? laughs> yeah, first time we did it on the show. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was the first for everything, Eagle. That's true. That's true. Um, look, if you're not first, you're last. So, yeah. You're last. <laughs> that's, that's stupid. You could be saying. You have the final word on That was before you guys. Heck, so, it's because we knew the joke from 2017. Um, the, the, uh, the thing with the, the thing is with the, with the, with them specifically is, I, again, I just, for me, it's, I don't know. I'm just fed up with them. I'm fed up with them be- I'm being good. I'm fed up with yeah. them being around. Go and Bravo. the Braves are actually an exciting team. Very like good team. To a watch. lot of like, okay, Freddie Freeman's sort of like the, the old guard, but yeah. a lot of young talents coming up. And they're doing this with Al- Albias, which is amazing. That's true. Since the beginning of the year, I, I declared myself a baseball guy, so I followed. Nice. Okay. Didn't follow as, as well as I thought I was going to do it because baseball is impossible. It's impossible. Right? If you want to play golf, it's impossible. So I knew what baseball. I knew was happening with the Mets. Yeah. I knew what was happening with the with the uh, the NL East. I was guaranteed. I knew it was happening with the, like the major teams. I knew the major stuff. So I, I only listened to one po- baseball podcast. I listened to like a few podcasts. Now one of them is a baseball podcast, and it's uh, and he predicted in March. He's like, uh, Braves are going to the World Series, and they had such an awful beginning of the year. Yeah. Awful, but they and play a ro- billion games. Exactly. Then the rotation started, like you know, being healthy, and they brought everything back. And, and the Mets met it out. Then you got fucking big, dig, big jock cock Peterson and Freddie Freeman. Good for him. You know, I hope they win. I really do hope they yeah, win. I agree. Um, this is the topic that we're least excited to talk about because it just sucks that this is still happening. Um, everything that's going on with the Blackhawks is makes me want to vomit. I, my, my. Sports fandom was first broken with Sheldon Kennedy. When when I found out that something could happen, because you grew up and you're taught all the things they tell you about pro sports. They tell you it's all about the team. It's all about uh, doing things. And the guy, when, how what you do matters to the guy next to you. And, you know, you're taught again that the leaders on the team, the coaches, the, the general managers and the, the team captains and, and the better players, the, you know, they're the ones who, who lead the ship. And when situations like that happen, you realize... You know, that's not the case in a lot of situations. And um, Joe Paterno was the next one for me. That Joe Paterno was to me like you know when I was a kid and and like very very young and harbored the smallest dreams of playing football. I was like, I want to go to Penn State and I want to play for Penn Joe Paterno, State, right? That, that stadium, the jersey, and Joe that, Paterno, that, that helmet, the, the white helmet, like it's just cool. All of it, yeah. I was a Penn State. I was a, I had a, I had a Penn State Nittany Lions sweater. I wore it all the time. Yeah, and um, also North Carolina. Can you imagine wearing that, that sweater now? You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. it's tough because. Your your heart as a fan was broken that way. You know mm-hmm. what I mean. As a sports fan, you don't even have to be a fan of that team. Just as a sports fan in general, and um, um, this year we hear about the sexual assault situation regarding Brad Aldridge, uh, which first 
I want to say first started breaking in May because that's when we started getting reporting on it. But it started 11 years ago. It started when uh, John Doe won, who's now been identified as Cal, uh, Cal Beach, 11th overall pick, um, first went to the NHLPA, first went to this team, was sent to a therapist who turned out to not be a therapist, who's now chasing, facing fraud charges. And I didn't know that. That therapist was instructed, that quote-unquote therapist was instructed to tell him that it was his fault for, getting, for allowing himself to, to, to be molested uh, by Brad Aldridge. Um, there, was a, there was also a team meeting when this happened. And the, all those people in that room, uh, Joel Quenneville, now head coach of the Florida Panthers, um, the upper management of um, the Chicago Blackhawks, all got together and said, uh, and, and this is a quote from Quenneville, I, sorry, it's not an exact quote, but it's a, what, Beach is, um, what Beach has been told secondhand from this um, is um, Quenville said, well, it's the playoffs. We need to focus on winning. Yeah. Um, and I, I can't imagine working in an organization that A, tolerated it, and B, covered it up. And we'll talk about the consequences of covering it up later, but just on the surface, this happened. And we've talked about this before. Why are you protecting this? Not even your head coach, like not even that. That would be better if it's your head coach. But this is a replaceable coach on your team. Yeah, get rid of him. He's a video guy. Not not only should you fire I him, a video guy. Not yeah. only should you fire him, but your next call should be to the police because he committed a crime. Yeah. Period. That's it. Like, what did this guy have on them that they wanted to keep him? It's that it's the whole. You gotta protect the culture. Protect the culture, and but it's not. You're not protecting. You're it. not protecting. It, it, it's there's not. You protected zero. You literally. Not only did you not protect anyone, you put people in harm's way. Yeah. You put people in harm's way. Um, yeah. So he, <laughs> the fake therapist is the part of it that killed me. The NHLPA refused to take it on. They said there was no evidence. The Blackhawks denied this in May. And as late as last week, we're saying that there was no evidence, even though they knew there was evidence. Kind of like John Gruden not knowing about other emails, even though, like, dude, you wrote the emails. Yeah. You had to know there was other emails, you know? Or he probably just doesn't remember because it's just so common, common for him. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's a whole other yeah. <laughs> discussion, Whatever. too. Um, but now, but now, now the kid comes out and he says his story and everybody's, you know, he's getting it's Online is crazy. Yeah. People to say, like, how did he let this happen? I'll never judge anybody for being in that situation and not knowing what to do. And what the worst part is, is that he actually did do something where some people wouldn't do anything. Like, yeah. Theo Fleury did nothing for years until he finally came out against Sheldon Kennedy. So, it's like, what what is he, what are we What are we doing? Like, why are we judging this kid for coming out now? And even though, like... It, it also wasn't now. He's come he out. Like, it's just 11 years ago when it happened. Also, the, the information is coming out you're, now because not, they got caught finally. So, like, if you're not... Um, comfortable if you're not comfortable coming out it's it's not like you're you're still the victim yeah. of what happened yeah so you do it on your own timeline yeah. right and and he was he you know he's there's a um long 26 minute interview with him on tsn and he talked about um how he was doing drugs and alcohol to cope that this essentially um he just wasn't the same person player later on and um on top of that he felt responsibility because this coach would later get a letter of recommendation from the Blackhawks. He that went on. Part, that was the part that fucked me up the most. He went on to coach in college yeah. where he had two accusers. He went to coach in high school where he then molested a minor. And Kyle Beach, who is the victim, is in tears saying he feels responsible for what happened to those other people. Because he didn't come out sooner. And, but in the meantime, you have an entire organization systemically building in denial. And you have players to, to, to today defending Bowman and Quenville. These people had their lives harmed because they protected that man. And that, that to me is just a hard pill to swallow from people you trust to be leaders. And, and the players you're talking about, who Taves and Kane saying that, yeah, Bowman and... And and Q were good guys. Okay, listen, maybe they were good guys to you. But also maybe 
It's also possible that good guys do bad things. And he did a bad thing. He did a terrible thing. He and he should thing. pay the consequences. He for that. Ma- they all made mistakes. Every single anybody that was involved in this all made mistakes. And now all we see online now in Montreal is if Mark Bergervain's involvement and his name came ac- didn't come across once. So I mean, there's a plus, I guess. So I have. But a th- now there's all these, all these things, all these people saying like, oh, because that there's another reason why. Bergevin drafted Logan Mayu, and it's like, okay, now we're going to get it. <laughs> no, I think, I think yeah. that's a stretch. But at the same time, when he was in Chicago, Eagle, correct me if the, the title is wrong, but I believe he was uh, head of player development. This is a player that w- was in the minors and was brought up uh, in the playoff run because you can bring up basically as many players yeah. as you like. They call them the, the black aces. Yeah. Um, and so this is a guy who was specifically within Bergevin's uh, purview. Bergevin was in the um, executive management of the team, right? He if had he's player position. development, then yeah, he is involved with the video guy a lot. So, so, so just and, and the player, right? Like the and the player, yeah. So Bergevin started as a professional scout. In 2008, he was an assistant coach, and then in 2010. July 2009, he oh, sorry, was director of player personnel. Yeah. And then after that, in 2011, he became assistant general manager. Who then re- he basically replaced uh, Kevin Sheveldyoff? I can never pronounce yeah. that. Who's now with Winnipeg? Yes. Well, uh, who's also tomorrow. under the gun right now? Yeah, big time. And he's uh, meeting with the NHL tomorrow. So, but my th- my take with, with Mark Bergevin, who I've come around on, I, I you know I wasn't with him. I was didn't like the first few trades, um, and then like later on, I was like, you know what? He's actually done a great job with the Canadians. Uh, although this off season, some question marks, but that's all the hockey stuff. To me, if you were if you were at that team involved with the executive at that time, and you didn't know what was happening, you're incompetent. Yeah. And if you knew it was happening, you're a piece of shit. Exactly. Everybody. Period. Anybody. So that, those are his two choices. Yeah. Is he a piece of shit or is he incompetent? Can I go with I an go option number three, just for benefit of the doubt here? He hears about it. He asks, "Hey, what's going on with this?" And someone goes, "Oh, we're taking care of it." And it's goes, already done. Uh, that's that's not good enough. He uh, he, d- he decided to go enough. to a therapist. It, or whatever. I agree with you, but it also depends on who told him that. So, but he's, we also hear. Like, okay, uh, well, let's put in the scenario here. If let's say we're, we're running a business and there's some we have an employee that did. This. Yeah. Hey, we, what's going on with this Alex or whatever? Did yeah. something happened with one of our uh, our sponsors? And or then something? and then you ask me and you're like, "Hey, well, what's going on with that?" I'd be like, "Oh, we, he's going to go see a therapist, and we're doing this and this and this." You're like, you're going to trust me because you've worked with me. If someone says it's sexual assault, Terry, they're not staying in the company. Oh, no, I agree with that. It's yeah. over. No, I'm <laughs> talking about what happened with the kid. Oh, what happened with the kid? No, no, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, he, there's, there's, there's very clearly a cover-up that was, ha- that was enacted by the Chicago Blackhawks. I have a yeah. hard time believing Mark Bergevin wasn't involved. The Maybe they c- really kept him out of it. Or it could be, like well, I said... When Brett Sopel is saying all the players... And the players were mocking him on the ice about it. Players were lo- mocking him during the Stanley Cup celebration. So you're telling me the, the 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 guy who would become the assistant general manager a year later? They don't know about this. Had no idea. I, I can't believe that. I'm sorry. All right. So well, we'll if he didn't, he's incompetent. 100. percent I agree. Can't disagree with that. And that's coming from guys who like Mark Bergevin, right? So like. Well, I mean, I like him as a GM. Yeah. I don't know if he's. An uh, we don't. Like we that, don't know him as a person, right? We, yeah. we, we Every time we talked about him, we've always talked about what. I he mean, does he seems GM. like. I mean, all these guys seem like good guys until they make. So did Gruden, right? <laughs> you know. Well, what I mean, mean listen. <laughs> I think Gruden is just so, like Tony D'Angelo. The, what he said, he's still playing in the NHL, but like yeah. I think he's just he was kind of just raised into the way speaking, and they were you were never told not. to I mean, speak I that would way. understand that if it was 1961, but like no, but you're never told. You're, you've never seen a. You've never like I see people all the time. If people guys that guys that pump their chest on the, in the highway and stuff, I'm like that guy has never been punched in the face. You yeah. can tell when somebody has never been punched in the face by his older brother, cousin, guy in school, anything. Because they just they think they they know there's no consequences on the way back. The thing is, in in these cases though, when you're covering up, whether it's this case or when you're covering up in the case of John Gruden, where you're not talking that way in public, you're only doing it in private. You know you're doing it wrong. Yeah, you know you're doing it wrong. I agree. Um, so that I think that's the, the enough heaviness for the show because it's like we don't pick the news, guys. We believe like. Nothing, there's nothing more that Terry and I would love to do than talk about sports and make fun of stupid shit that happens yeah. in sports. It's why we started the show. <laughs> but once in a while these things happen and it, it's, it would be disingenuous for us not to mention it, yeah, right? Exactly. Before we get into the rapid fire uh, and go to some stupidities, uh, what do we think is going to happen with Quenville and uh, 
What's his name? I can't pronounce. Stan Bowman, Shevel Day off. Yes. Well, well, Bowman's already uh, stepped, stepped down. down. Yeah. Bowman stepped down. Uh, Quenville, I he's seven and zero with the Panthers. I think Quenville. Uh, I think Quenville he coached last gonna... night. By the way, when the fucking announcement came out, yeah, and, and, and refused to meet with the media. That? Refused yeah. to meet with the media, and he's gonna. He's gonna. Well, I mean, listen, it's a legal thing, so I mean, they can't speak, right? So even I think even Bergevin isn't speaking because yeah. he might be. He might have to be litigating. This shit. I think Quenville, at the very least, will be suspended if he doesn't step down. I oh, think it's I too th- big a scandal for 100% him. they're going to spend it. He won't finish the season in Florida. No. Which is a shame because they're a fucking good team. I think they're good anyway, though. The team's really good. Quenville's a good coach. Yeah, but the t- the guys on the ice matter. <laughs> I agree, but Quenville's a fucking good coach. And yeah. hockey, you need, like a coach goes a long way. Oh, for sure. I, but I, just, I, I, I refuse to believe that he's a he's this messianic figure. He's, again, the second winningest coach of all time, right? Yeah. After Scotty Bowman. Um, but the thing is... Like there's other guys, and there are a lot of guys who want that job mm-hmm. because the, Florida's finally spending some money. They got yeah. young goaltending. They got they in got Florida. They're in Florida. There's no sales no, tax. No state, no tax. state income tax. Sorry, um, it's it's um, it's the place to be right now for if you're a hockey fan. Because I I I was big on them last year until Kucherov came back and just took their soul away. <laughs> but still, great team, you know. Um, so yeah, let's um, let's get to rapid fire. But before we do, Terry. Who brings us this wonderful show that we're on? Uh, as you actually just just got the notification, Hot Streak yeah. Fantasy. Hot Streak Fantasy is uh, the best in-play fantasy app you can play. So you pick a few players, you put a little bet, a little wager, and you get the maximum amount of money. Use promo code HOTSAUCE, and they will match your initial deposit with a bonus. Uh, that's Hot Streak Fantasy, only available on iOS. Uh, right now, baseball is firing off. It's about to end. Baseball is easy money. Like if you... Hit like a couple, hit a couple hits or a couple outs outs in a row. You can make some good money there because the odds are great. I'm struggling with football, but I, I did. The basketball's it's back, rough. so I'm happy because that's where I made my money. Basketball's basketball. so easy to make. Yeah. I find. Yeah, it's like you'll have a few big ones where you'll lose like a few in a row, but then you'll just get on another heater. And you're if good. you're actually like paying attention to the game, yeah. and you kind of know the team a little bit, and know the rotations, yeah, you can sort of take advantage of when you know exactly. guys are off the court. Yeah, exactly. That's it the really that's helps. the whole thing with it. I don't watch too much basketball, so yeah. I'm still making money not having watched basketball. Yeah, it was. I, funny I could, listening I could tell by the Ben Simmons conversation last week. Yeah, exactly. Also, how bad. So I I only watch basketball unless it's like the Pacers. I'm yeah. going to a Pacers Knicks game, by the way. Oh, sweet. In New York? No, November, yeah. Awesome. Because they opened the border November 8th. Yeah. So I'm going. I'd still play. No, no. I, I love driving. I hate driving. I love driving. <laughs> I'll let you drive, though. <laughs> so I'm going to a Pacers Knicks game. Um, what was I just saying? Pacers Knicks. You no, were watching Florida. basketball. The only time oh, you yeah. watch is it. So I, the only time I, I watch uh, basketball is either the Pacers or if I'm betting on the game. So I bet on. I was watching the Clippers and the Trailblazers the other day. And I saw a crazy stat line. I'm like, Portland's pretty good. I mean, I think they're a decent team. They got good shooters. They have a good offense. They have a good offense. I'm like, I saw plus twenty two and a half. I'm like, taking the over. I'm taking plus twenty two and a half all day. I took that all the way to plus twenty seven and a half. They lost by twenty eight points. Yeah. Why are they so bad? They can't defend anything. Um, I know, but like, you know, figure it out. Maybe go get Ben Simmons. <laughs> <laughs> well, so with, if they, that's the number one. If, they can, there, if right? they can keep Lillard and. Um, What's his name? The, the other McCollum. shooter. McCollum. Ben Simmons would be amazing. That becomes a championship contender immediately. But they don't have the 85% that we were talking there about. There we go. Before. They can't match the cap. So, th- so erase <laughs> what you heard last week between me and Duke because we <laughs> have absolutely no idea how basketball works. I was pulling my hair out. <laughs> and should we also it? just, how does your brother not know what a plus minus over under is like how I'll be honest it's not hard i'll be honest until we tried I, to explain it to him for four until minutes I, until i he actually, wasn't listening until I, I don't bet a ton but um i love explaining gambling to duke by the way is a great segment yeah but uh not the gambling itself i don't the picks i didn't care that much about but the explaining to duke was the, the, best de- yeah, the yeah. details but the um the until i until i actually bet now and again on games and i don't i don't bet as much as you do but um, I didn't understand it either. The plus one because it's counterintuitive when you first look at it because plus looks like favorite and negative looks like underdog. Yeah, exactly. But like the way I taught myself is opposite. <laughs> Just think opposite. So, so in, this, this is how stupid people are, uh, or maybe geniuses. In Greek, left is aristera, right is dexia. Okay. The reason why I know which one is which is because aristera has more letters. But I can do less with my left hand. Yeah, there you go. There we go. That's I swear I've taught myself that since I was like. <laughs> but when I broke my arm, when I was like 
15, 16 years old, switched to the old lefty. Now I'm doing a whole lot with my left hand. I'll tell imagine. you that much. I can imagine. I used to joke with Duke that uh, in order to learn left and right uh, while driving, he would have to draw it on his. He would have to draw L and R on his on his uh, hands. You <laughs> learned it though. He learned he it. Learned. He picked it up pretty quick. All right. Yeah. This actually tar- carries us into our first topic here. Overture. Despite hiring a new agent who's actively looking to help Penn State coach, Penn State coach, Penn State coach. <laughs> okay. J- well, I want you have to put commas in this. It's not a comma. It's just it's just a we want to read it run off sentence. Despite hiring a new a, sorry, despite hiring a new agent who's actively looking to help Penn State coach James Franklin, you uh you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I miswrote it. Figured out. Despite hiring a new agent who's actively looking to help Penn State coach, James, James Franklin used comma. the opportunity to express that he was focused on his next opponent. The Michigan uh, sorry, the Ohio State Buckeyes. Obviously, tremendous challenge uh, going on the road um, to the big house. Um, obviously, tremendous challenge uh, going on the road um, to the big house. Um, obviously, tremendous. So, ch- so they're, they're playing the Ohio State Buckeyes. And he said, <laughs> I, I uh, obviously, um, it's a big challenge uh, going uh, to the big house, which is in Michigan. Michigan. Um and this is you can't say in Big Ten. You, Big Ten, you gotta know. Yeah, you gotta yeah. know the stadiums. You so he 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 hired <laughs> he, he hired a new agent, and is linked to all these like coaching rumors like uh, LSU and 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 USC, and uh, is one of the hot fault coaching prospects, and didn't know <laughs> they, the, the question. One of the first questions was, you know, have, have you been able to keep focus with all the rumors? And the answer was, no, we got to focus on uh, you know going to obviously going into the big house and and uh, preparing for next week's game. The yeah. Ohio State Buckeyes. Good, good job playing at the big house. Imagine good. you could just trade stadiums. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like you know, what? our fans don't like us anymore. Yeah, Let's we get call out of the here. stadium the stadium gear, stadium, uh, stadium goat, whatever you call it, and you can pick your stadium for the rest of the year. Or if you win, yeah, if you win the SEC, stadium for example, goal. you get you get the, uh, the you get to choose which stadium you work. Yeah, at. exactly. All right, next, smoke stober, smoke stober, smoke stober, baby. There we go. It's smoke stober. Uh, Everyone knows that. Everyone, at least most people, have had a first time where you've had your first little puff, puff pass. Uh, Ariel Helwani actually recounted his anecdote oh. on the Ariel Helwani, Montreal weed, too. Mm-hmm. Montreal weed is great weed. So here we yes. go. Oh, I can't hear. As I'm this, uh, you know, I'm in this Helwani, unfiltered Helwani, free Helwani, independent Helwani state of mind. I was at a, one of my favorite moments. One of my favorite experiences as a kid, as a teen, I mean, at this point, I was probably more than a teenager. I was probably 21, 22. Two th- oh, well, I know exactly what it was. Uh, 2003, I think it was. So I was 21. I was at Expos Giants with my friends. Shout out to Brandon Spark, who watches this show sometimes. My, my, my longtime friend, who I've known longer than the vast majority of the people that I'm friends with till this day. We're at Expos Giants, and the Expos are down 3 nothing in the bottom of the ninth. Bases loaded. Brad Wilkerson Brad comes Wilkerson. up to the plate. Now, I'm not a big vice guy. I don't really indulge. Not a big drinker, not a big smoker. I said to my friends, Brandon was there with me. I don't. I, I think Alan Dudkowitz was there. I could be wrong. And I said to him, and they would always try to get me to, uh, you know, partake Dabble. in a little uh, wacky tobacco, as they say. And I said, all right. If he hits a walk-off Grand Slam, I'll do it with you guys. And lo and behold, he did. Look it up. August 2003, Brad Wilkerson hit a walk-off Grand Slam against the San Francisco Giants. And I'm a man of my word. Uh, I had to partake. First time I ever smoked weed, I was in. uh, We broke into a... uh, We broke into a... What do you want to call them? Bulldozer. Okay. We broke into a bulldozer. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear okay. you now. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> we broke into a bulldozer and we got and we hotboxed it. That was the first time I ever spoke to you. Um I the first time was um I was with some friends and none of us knew how to roll. Um and so we we took like eight papers yeah. and rolled up what looked like a, a linear diaper. <laughs> uh walked to the park and it took us like three hours to light it because it's like the paper would just go out because Nothing's happening. There's nothing burning. There's <laughs> no cherry. Yeah, yeah. It's just burning. So eventually, uh, we got to the weed, and uh, we all got very, 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 very slightly high. Yeah, very yeah. slightly. I remember my first like real high was off of uh, chewing tobacco. Remember Skull? 
mm-hmm. like the flavored chewing tobacco. Yeah. You had to be 16 to buy it. Mm-hmm. And um, that got me buzzed one time. Buzzed. Now I just do regular dips. Yeah. Like I took one today and it fucked me up because I didn't take one in a while. Oh, yeah. When you yeah. haven't done one in a while, it'll get you. Yeah. My, uh, my first experience with edibles was um, we had a party and we made brownies and um, ate them mad. Nothing's happening, you know? So we, one of my friends is on the way, like, go pick up some more. And then by the time you show up the house, everyone's... Everyone's destroyed. But then I you was can't like, eat too much, my parents are coming home. Up. We need to get rid of this. So we rolled up all <laughs> that was left and smoked it all the rest of the night. Um, one of my friends um, was found later upstairs with the hoodie pulled over his head, rocking himself back and forth because he was convinced <laughs> that my parents, who I believe were in Europe at the time, had driven home. Eagle? That sounds like an Apple <laughs> Maps story. Oh Eagle, did we get an admission from you? That's uh, You will not get an admission from me. Flip the table. It's not going to happen. Flip the table. Goodness. Fuck All right. Eagle, man. Um, yeah, so I, another thing, though, I was actually at that game. I remember that, that Brad Wilkerson. I guess I remember. You were at that game? I was at that game. Wow. I remember. I, I said at that point, I was like, you know what? You know what? Fuck it. I was at that game, too. No, no. I, was, <laughs> I, 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 was, I remember I was with my dad and my brother in the bleachers. Yeah. And he hit the home run, and we're both like, we're all super excited. All three of us are super excited. And uh, I remember thinking to myself, like, you know, if we could just build around Brad Wilkerson, <laughs> we're going to be okay. The Expos will be saved. The Expos will be saved. I'm Brad steal, Wilkerson. I think I'm stealing the story. You ever do that, like, where you say a story, and you th- th- as you're saying the story, you're saying it in the first person, but you realize, I'm like, this might not be my story. Yeah. <laughs> I've done it to my wife. It. I've done that. I've done it to my wife where she's told me, I've heard her tell the story in front of three or four people. And then yeah, exactly. I don't realize in my own memory, I've replaced her as myself. Yeah, yeah that's so And then I, I end up in like the women's changing room and I don't know where the story goes after that. It's happened to me at least a handful of times. I'm like, whoa, we gotta, we gotta be careful with that. Yeah. <laughs> that broad and fit well. You gotta be careful with what you're admitting to doing yeah. here. All right, next. Tree of Life. Philadelphia Eagles coach Nick Sirianni has gone from overemphasizing his team would be smart to playing rock, paper, scissors with prospects. And now he is saying the following. There's got to be a message that I have to keep everybody to keep everybody together and to keep everybody. Um, to, it's really it's that together and keep everybody sticking to the what, what we really want to do. And that's right, I kind of this is what I said to the team today, Howard, is that I said, right, that that. You know the results aren't there right now, but what's going on here is is that there's growth under the soil. I, I, I put a picture of a, a flower up, right, and that it's and it's coming through the ground, and the roots are growing out, and the roots and the roots are continuing to grow out. And everybody wants to see results. Shoot, we nobody wants to see results more than us, right? We want to see results too, but it's really important that that the the foundation is being built and that the the roots are growing out and the only way the roots grow out every single day and they grow stronger and they grow they grow better is if that we all put our we all water we all fertilize we all do our part each each individual each individual coach each individual player each everybody in in the building that we do our part to water to make sure that when it does pop out it, it, it really it really pops out uh, pops out and it grows, and so that was my message today. <laughs> and so there's all I'm always like I, like I said to you guys before I'm always thinking just like you know you're about to bullshit through an answer and you just forget where you are and you just keep on talking trying to catch up to where you are. You know what I thought of? That's happened to me too. When this, I, this sounds like a six-year-old trying to tell a story, but he gets lost along the way. It reminds, me of, that kid, it reminds <laughs> me of that meme where the kids like and that and that and that mm-hmm. and that. it reminds me exactly of that. But so it, it's. That's the thing is you mentioned a job interview. Someone interviewed him. Like he's been in an interview, probably given answers like this, right? But they're like, wow, he's just too good of a coach. Yeah, there's just something about that soil analogy, yeah. you know? Like, um, where do you think the first time Nick Sirianni smoked was? That day, perhaps? <laughs> right, right before that press conference? <laughs> that day, while he was there, he, was probably just, he probably just took a bump with one of his teammates. Yeah, or, or is it like, He's like, you know what? People really like that Ted Lasso stuff. Let me try yeah, some of that. And then, that, like, yeah. didn't really know how to do it. Yeah. And then tried to bullshit his way be through Be a it. goldfish. <laughs> Which I said a lot today, by the way. I haven't seen an episode well, of Ted Lasso, but I use the be a goldfish a on, lot. On Monday, I will be dressed as Ted Lasso. I'm shaving off the beard, just going with the mustache. Hey, all right. That'll I am a white guy, so I, yeah, know, that's, a good that's all it takes. Fits. Be white, have a And mustache. you got Sudeikis style hair. Yeah. Kind of. Well, I, that's why it's sort of grown out a little yeah, bit. Yeah. So comb it over. Get a little messy there. All right, next. Chopped. When MLB Commissioner Rob Manfred was questioned ahead of the World Series regarding the Braves' name and their tradition of the tomahawk chop, he answered, quote, It's important to understand we have 30 markets in the country, unquote. So I like the honesty of saying 
we like money. So there's that. Um, <laughs> I don't see anything wrong with this. So we don't have to see anything wrong with it because we're not native. Yeah, no, I, I guess. You know what I mean? So like, yeah. my thing is, I always say, look. But like, is there any racial undertone in it? Well, I mean, so uh, there's, I think there's a difference when, for example, the, the Blackhawks are named after a specific military regiment. The Seminoles uh, are named after a specific tribe from that region where they have the blessing from mm-hmm. the, 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 the local Seminole, Seminole tribe. Um, I think... I don't think in a vacuum, although the Cleveland Indians uh, jersey was particularly bad because that was a specific it was a caricature. Red face. Yeah, that was not great. And it was, right? a, it was like a f- caricature. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was like a so it was a goofy looking guy. The, the thing is, um, and I think just just by virtue of knowing Atlanta a little bit, um, it's often portrayed as like a homogenous thing, mm. where like uh, this one tribe is okay. But the thing is, you're not named after a tribe. You're named after the Braves as, a, as like a whole, like as a you're, you're just terminating them all. So like. There's not a singular tribe that can agree because, like, what if another one's like, well, well, we're not comfortable with that. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And then it's too blanketed. The other thing is, is that this is a team that recently moved the stadium out of uh, out of where they were into Cobb County. So, like, they went from like an area where there's a lot of black and Hispanic people who worked and lived around there, and then moved it to basically a super affluent white area. Uh, oh. Because again, as my Rob Manfred said, we like money. Yeah. <laughs> so. The the area in Atlanta, there's already a lot of division. There, there, there is division about the Tomahawk Chop within the city because of that. Ah. There's a lot of racial tension in Atlanta, in case you haven't noticed in yeah. the last two years. So I, I just, I think that it, just to, you, all you need to do is listen. You don't need to change anything per se, but just listen. Yeah. Hear them out, and um, and then you can make a decision. But it just feels... Because the Braves name is nothing wrong with the not name. Not specifically, yeah. The, the, the Chop... You if know, anything, maybe, maybe if, if anything, the chop wasn't encouraged by the team, was if the fans do it, the fans do it. If your but, name you know? was the Savages, which is in in our terms, if I yeah. call you a savage, I'm not necessarily. It's not a bad thing. Like I'll yeah. say you're a savage on the football field or whatever. I think it's just the idea that it, it makes, um, it makes like the the natives be like a hegemonist group where yeah. they're not like they're they're very they're, peaceful. Like, they're, not only that, but like they're one group of people, but yeah. they're not. They're they're various oh, tribes. Okay. Right? So I, I think mean, that's more the issue than anything else. But I mean, I think it's not even the worst of it. And all it takes really, to just listen to what people are saying. Yeah, exactly. And most of the people in pain, I'm not talking about the people that are over the top, right? Again, we talked about this all show. There's usually people on both sides pulling. It's like, but you could just listen for a second. Yeah. It's like, uh, who's the comedian you, you had me listen to? His uh, his uh, special during the lockdown? Bo Burnham. Bo, Bo Burnham. Oh, he I has that part. But he has one part. He's like, can anyone just shut the fuck up? At any time. Just any time. some person, shut the fuck up. One person, <laughs> shut up. Shut up. Just shut up. <laughs> and that's when I see everybody's talking. It's like everyone's just freaking Everybody's out. Everybody's like, talking. All talking about people. Just listen to what the people are saying. Yeah. And that's all it takes. <laughs> just listen and be like, all right, this bothers you. Let's figure out why. Yeah. And let's come to a conclusion yeah. together. Uh, all right, next. Metaman. Facebook has announced that they plan to rebrand their company and will soon be known as Meta. This is the picture that was posted as part of the announcement. Um, just as a, a FYI to anyone doing social media or any marketing promotional stuff, don't put a guy in front of a fucking white screen where someone can easily Photoshop anything into this. Like, it takes yeah. zero effort. Yeah, zero point. effort. That's a good this. point. <laughs> We're going to get Duke on that ASAP. Like, yeah, it's too yeah. easy. Also, uh, in that announcement, at one point he's in his house or something. And like his living room. like this. Like you could do a lot with you can do a lot. Like this. Yeah, you like can do he, a lot. The internet's undefeated when it comes yeah, to shit but like this. We we don't have to do anything. There was a shot of him in his like living room house or whatever it is, and for some reason, this is like his backdrop. Why does he have a fucking bottle of uh, hot sauce up here or like barbecue sauce? It's like sweet baby Ray's hot sauce or something as a book holder. Um, like a bookend. Yeah. My my guess. It's a fucking it, bottle of, of barbecue sauce. My guess is that they they found out that uh, Sweet Baby Ray's was popular between, for people between the ages of eighteen, thirty, and thirty-five. <laughs> and, and how did they find this? How did they find this information? <laughs> so that's, that I I had two thoughts. My first thought is Med is an interesting name. I thought they were going to go with Grand Theft Info. I thought that would have been a better Grand name. Grand Theft for, Info. That would have been a better name for Facebook. That's very good. That's a that's like a good flag football team. Yeah, it's not bad. That's fucking good, man. Um, the next the next thing I thought of was, do you remember Star Trek: The Next Generation? Uh, yeah, of course. Is he trying to be Data? It's unbelievable. Eh? I was thinking about that. Like he's trying to be an android. It's right? like I it, it wasn't coming to the front of my brain. It was like in the back. It's like who's that guy? Yeah, Who am yeah. I thinking of? And then you just you just reached in. 
You grabbed it yeah. and then you brought it back. You brought it to the front. I, I, of my it's mouth. almost as if I uh, monitored uh, the way you think and, and and all the things you wrote over years and years and years. And, and if you want to do that as well, all you have to do is work <laughs> at Meta and just Photoshop a bunch of dicks and shit all over mm. that white picture, and you'll get a job there for sure. Or in Hot Sauce Sports because we'd love that. Yeah, and you can mm. just we'll just be uh, on. Yeah, you can do whatever you want on his phone. His phone, yeah. you have all the data. His phone is public. Yeah. And our last one for today, and now I understand why our first one was called Overture, as this one is now called Reprise. Guys, I'm painting with a broad brush today, man. I feel James good. James Franklin, the guy from the first one who mixed up Michigan with yeah. Ohio State Buckeyes, he did it again. Long down the road, do you look at Penn State's future when it comes to the people that are ostensibly your peers in the administration? Yeah, I, I think that's... You know, again, I think that's a fair question. Obviously, you know, we're, we're trying to be focused on Illinois and talking about Illinois as much as we possibly can. Mm-hmm. You know, long down the road, do you look talking at Penn State's Illinois this time? And what did he say? So they're playing they're Ohio, playing Ohio. State this week. And he said we're trying to be focused on Illinois. Here's the thing. Maybe it's a maybe it's on purpose. They just played Illinois. That's funny. I saw the game. I was at a bar. For, I was at I was at a bar watching the game. It went to nine overtimes, Terry. Nine. And how did he, for, he, he forgot he was in nine overtimes in Illinois. He forgot. Nine. Nine overtimes. Makes no fucking sense. So, yeah, he's very focused. He also looks like that uh, the comedian there, uh, Peel. A little bit, yeah. No, not Peel, uh, Key. Yeah, Keegan Michael Key. A little bit. I knew who you were talking about. No, but he's, he did a whole thing with him. Oh, he did? He did where he, he came in dressed as James Franklin. That's into awesome. Into the room. And he imitated him and all the players. It's, it's online. You'll find it. It's well, now there's so many more swoops that can be done because he clearly doesn't know where oh, he yeah, coaches, fucked, who yeah. he coaches for, what he's the stadiums fucked. are. He's absolutely fucked. Um, that's it. That's it for today's show. That was fun. Great. Come on. I, I, lo- I love the way I weaved in sort of the start and return of James Franklin into the uh, rapid fire. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take I didn't read the out. script in advance. so Very clearly. Yeah. <laughs> Very clearly. Do you ever wonder when something's named something? Like, why is it named this? Yeah. In the case of Overture and Reprise. Anyway, um, that's the show today. Uh, uh, just in case if you or someone you know has been a victim of sexual assault, there are a lot of organizations that are available to help. There's a bunch of resources. Uh, you can reach out to crisis centers, search online. We're not going to plug anyone specifically, but there's a lot of resources out there. Yeah, and also in different areas, there'll be different resources. So do check out what's available in your area. Uh, remember, um, like um, in the cases of Sheldon Kennedy or, or um, in the cases in the case of... Uh, the players that we've talked about throughout the show they constantly mentioned that they thought they were alone they felt completely isolated alone Um, that is never the case Uh, you always have someone you can talk to so please please uh, if you or anyone you know has been a victim uh, please do reach out Um, and thank you for everyone who's tuned in because you know our show isn't always easy to take when we deal with things like this Uh, so we do appreciate you sticking with us for uh, some serious stuff some of the laughs if you like what we do uh, remember to follow us. Remember to like it. Remember to subscribe. Um, and thank you for tuning in. Thank you, Eagle, for all that you've done. Thank you, Terry. It was awesome to be in the studio with you again. I've Love missed it. you for a year, man. Can't wait. I've missed you yeah, for a year. Man. It was great. We saw you. We walked in. We saw yeah. each other. We're like, ah, oh, fuck. We haven't seen each other forever. We, just yeah. hug, well, we, played, we played golf once. It was, oh, also true, wasn't yeah. enough. Yeah, yeah, also yeah. wasn't enough. Uh, so thank you guys for everything. But most of all, thank you all for letting me be myself. You've been listening to Hot Sauce Sports.